Okay, I, um, oh, we should probably bring it in. You want to do it? Nah, we're just going for it. Welcome back to another episode of the BS Banter. We're here and we're just getting straight into it. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you all for listening. I have to tell you something, Britt. Mm, yes. I got a message just moments before the podcast started that Allison has turned into a glove wearer while washing dishes. <gasps> wow. Started with a, a cut finger that I think might have turned into just a good old habit. Mm. I'm spreading the good news of the latex glove, I tell you. Yeah, I know you. I know you. I, lo- I love that for you. And I know that you love to hear that you're bringing new um proselytes to your cause yeah (laughs) I just I don't know like I just want to I like the grossness is definitely the reason to wear gloves I understand that I don't want to get my fingers in gushy stuff I get that but it it, to me it's not enough to put the gloves on I want to be in there It, it I feel like the gloves separate me too much from the action of the dishwashing it's interesting you say that because the the temperature, it's not just the grossness, but it is the, the sheer temperature of the water that I well, can't I'm take on my hands. I feel myself. like if I can, and so that probably means your dishes aren't that clean. Fine by me. Ain't nobody got to eat off of them if they don't want to. That's true. If you don't want to eat off my dirty dishes, don't come. That's fine. I'll bring a paper plate the next time the I come. Though. I don't. Uh, yeah. See, the dishwasher does a good job, but I don't, yeah. I don't like to take up a lot of real estate in my dishwasher with all the big things. So plate, oh, I don't either. plates, you know, bowls, cups, whatever, fine. Yes. Stick it in there. But pots, pans, casserole dishes, whatever. I'll, I hand wash those. Oh, I agree. I am a firm believer that the dishwasher in my opinion and in my household, which I am in charge of should only be or plates should only be for the dinner where it shouldn't be for serveware or cookware or any of that stuff. Right. It just, it just doesn't. Mm. Yeah. No. So I'm really happy with this news. Well, good. And speaking of Allison, she shared with me the introduction to a cookbook that you got her for Christmas that went along with our episode that we would have posted two weeks by the time this one comes out. And it was beautiful. It was really beautiful. I like these old cookbooks. I need to get one. Yeah. There's something about these old, older cookbooks. And when I say old, I mean like out in the fifties, sixties, whatever, that there's something they're really trying to bring you into the art of cooking, the love of cooking. And it was interesting to like read for the very first time, like the introduction to Julia Child's cookbook because it was so, ah, it was just so heartwarming and like inviting and just like, come be a part of this experience of cooking, come appreciate it, come love it. And, you know, and she, she says, she's so funny is the other thing. And she's, she says like, don't take yourself too seriously. Remember, always keep your knives sharp, um, you know? And Mm -hmm. so it's just hilarious, but I had not read the cookbook uh, that I gave Allison was the Fanny Farmer cookbook and I didn't uh take the time to look at the introduction on it but um yeah she was telling me today over Marco Polo that she was checking it out and that she read a section of it to you (laughs) she did it was appealing to me because it talked about how to serve sauces on the table so that you don't have to keep getting up 
to do it. Yes, I was like, yes. I could get behind serving some sausage right there, not in That's the right. original bottle, but its own special. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She was telling me about that, um, about that and how she implemented that just the other night when she was, had some people over and she talked about, uh, which I could relate to, they kind of have their, their kitchen is smaller, right? And kind of when everybody's at the table, it's kind of hard to move around and stuff and get to other things. And I can relate to that because we all remember you, me, the goose. Remember, I used to live in this apartment that was a matchbox, the size of a matchbox. And it was, you know, when the table was out and people were seated, it was hard to get around. So that's why I always try to like have stuff out. It was also convenient that from where I sat at the kitchen table, I could reach onto the stove because it was six inches behind me because I was literally sitting right in front of the stove. Mm -hmm. So that also worked in my favor. But um, yeah, so she was telling me how she like laid everything out. So minimal getting up would have to happen. And and yeah, it, it, it makes for like a nice atmosphere because you're not just constantly bustling around and people in chairs and, you know, right. getting somebody getting squashed or whatever. Yes, I like that. And I think that's why lately, well, l- lately, uh, for a while, I have wanted to serve everyone's plate, like plate it and then put it in front of them at the table, even when I have guests over. And I realized that could maybe come across as a little bit presumptuous and rude because you don't know if they don't want too much of this or too little of that but I like to be able to plate it and present it the way that I envision it and it keeps everything as you're in control in control is the key portion of this that our listeners will surely be honing in well it's not even that so much as it feels awkward when there's all this food across the table and our table is very large so for for me to get the bread all the way at the other corner before I've finished half my food or for this con I know like there's supposed to be some order to this passing but that doesn't happen here so (laughs) <laughs> it's it, to me it brings peace for me just to plate it everyone sits and then it we can just pick up our forks and pray and go to it so right I don't know I always toss around so then I tried the buffet style like everybody roll through yeah. and then come but then whoever goes through yeah. first is sitting there waiting for the person who goes last to sit down the first shall be last and the last shall be first <laughs> true <laughs> I mean, if it's good enough for the Bible, it's good enough for me, I guess. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, so I have mixed feelings about it too, because you've done this for me, I think. I have mixed feelings, but like, to me, sometimes it's been like endearing because it's like, oh, she's fixing my plate. Like, to me, it's like, oh, you're taking care of me. You're looking after me. But really, it's just that you're trying to be in control of. It's trying to bring order to like sitting down to eat, I guess. Right. I get that. But the thing is, you know, sometimes it can't always be orderly. I mean, you, you have to cut up food for like two small kids. Right. You know? And so, but I, I see where you're coming from. I appreciate it. I've appreciated it when you've made my plate in the past for me, but there, there's always a little part of me that wants to be kind of like mommed around, you know, like have a mom, mom at me. Yeah. But then there is this, okay. So spaghetti, some people put the sauce and the noodles together some people do the sauce and the noodles separately and I've done both but lately I'm separating them for a couple of reasons Daniel likes very little sauce uh Sarah 
you know, she I put just a little bit of sauce just to give it some flavor. David's just a tiny bit to prevent right. a mess. Right, Dennis exactly. likes more sauce than noodle. I oh. like very little sauce. And so because we all eat our food, our spaghetti, <laughs> and we like it differently, it makes more sense for me to keep it in separate. two separate uh, bowl, like pots so that I can make it individually for, right. for my family. Yeah. But I know how my family likes it. Yeah. So I would never plate someone's spaghetti ever. Right. Ever. Yeah. So I know my limitations. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's important to know your <laughs> I limitations. think. Good, yeah. good, good. Yeah. I can't do that. Yeah. Spaghetti is one of those things where it's like, eh, uh, and it depends. Sometimes I'm more for sauce. Sometimes I don't know. And the cheese. I like the stinky fake Parmesan cheese and the cheese. green, shake. the green shake cheese, think cheese, feet cheese. The people call it all kinds of things. Right. I call it shake cheese. Okay. Um, I call it shaky cheese, the green shaky yeah. cheese. Okay. Yeah. Dennis likes shredded cheddar cheese and I just can't. Cheddar on spaghetti? Cheddar. Yeah. Yeah. Bless, bless him. Oh, I, I can't. Now what's weird is if I'm making a baked spaghetti, I have no problem doing that. Huh. Not weird. Interesting. It is. Yeah. 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 I don't really, anyway. feel, I don't really take cheese on my spaghetti at all no see I like the grit of the green shaky cheese okay yeah. like a little bit of grit have you ever done any like parmesan crisps crisps is such a hard word to say I don't know why I even attempted to say it have you ever done that like made some of those no. and put them on no Me? I have not I've I've seen them in the store yeah I've almost bought them for salads I think I might have done it one time but it's not my favorite. So that's spaghetti. That's spaghetti. Spaghetti with Victor. <laughs> <laughs> I got in Allison's car the other day and I started singing that. And it, she was like, actually, I took that CD out. I was like, hallelujah. So <laughs> a lot of times we be getting, we will be getting messages from Allison as she's in her car on Marco Polo. And if the kids are in the car, there's this kid CD in the background and one of the songs is talking about having spaghetti with Victor and it just like plays on a constant I cannot get behind Ooh. the what no I'm just remembering the song and how many times I've heard oh it. I cannot bring myself to listen to kid music mm. at all okay I probably would should should and I might don't should yourself I mean <laughs> maybe that's what good moms do but my kids are not listening to that so anyway the Fernandez kids got in the car the other day and I put on none other than my blessed a star is born soundtrack sure and we got a couple songs into that and I paused and I looked at Kate she was sitting in the front and I'm like are y'all allowed to listen to this or she goes oh yeah it's fine I don't think there's any cuss words no but I mean some of the content like alibi you know they don't know <laughs> they do know yeah they know but I didn't play that song. I think I just kept it music to my ears. Mm. Uh, you know, a couple of my favorites. But anyway, that's what my kids listen to. A yeah. couple of, for me is like the whole CD. You know, I was trying yeah. to find, I think I was trying to find that CD the other day in the car. As I was driving, of course, I didn't find it, but. Oh, it's worth, it's worth a look.
man, I would love to bring back a landline. Oh man, just the feel of it. I mean, nothing is as satisfying as being able to hang up on somebody and throw that receiver down and just, you just know it's not going to break because it's made of this plastic, hard plastic from 1950 or whatever. Yeah. When is the last time you properly hung up on someone? Oh, well, (laughs) so in my previous job, I had, we had a, like my job was to answer the phone. I don't know that I hung up on anybody because clients were calling in and I shouldn't hang up on them. I think I hung up on some like telemarketers though. And I got to slam that receiver down on it, buddy, it felt good. There's nothing like that feeling. Did it make that, that ring when you slam it down where it goes, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, as a kid, me and my brother had, we had like our own line when we were in high school. Yeah, we shared a lot. Yeah, me too. We had a a rotary dial phone. So it had that ring in there, right? I mean, they, I think they all had the, the bell thing you're talking about in there would kind of do that. But man, that when you slam that sucker down, oh, we had our own line too. How many phone numbers do you think you know by heart? At least 10. At least 10? Maybe. What at least 10? 10 maybe 20 what 10 you want me to say them no i want you to tell describe to me whose numbers they are oh oh okay sure dennis my mom my dad's old work number okay dennis's brother's number oh gosh this is harder than i thought mm. do you remember your like childhood phone numbers yeah i think so yeah and i remember my dad's work number you said that one and the extension oh well, it's really digging into the 258-2811 extension 282. Oh, she's he doesn't. Him. Yeah, he doesn't work there anymore. So don't call him. Okay, I won't. Okay, so I guess let, I feel like I know more than 10, but I'm, I'm just struggling. What about you? I mean, so definitely childhood phone numbers. Remember that. I know my mom's number. I know my brother's number before he changed his number. My sister's changed her number so many times I don't know her number. Uh, I don't know my younger brother's number. I don't know that I ever did. What I, about addresses? Because I can remember people's addresses. Yeah, maybe. So I remember my Shannon's house phone number, her parents' house growing up, because I would always call because, you know, that's how you talk to your friends is you call their Autumn. house number, right? In the evening after In seven o'clock. Well, this was landline, so it wasn't like cell phone, but... But yeah, you had well, no, to- but the but the mom or dad would answer and go, I'm sorry, honey, she's eating dinner. Right. Yeah. No, she's not. You know it. Oh, well, they never said that. But yeah, I remember this one time being on the phone with this. Uh, she was a friend, but we weren't like close friends. And I remember sitting there just like, you know, that feeling of like, you're just sitting on the phone and they're doing something and you're like, not actually talking. And it's like, how do I get how do I get off here? I think I silenced the phone, like put, hit the silent button and told my mom like, Hey, can you tell me I need to get off the phone? Cause I can't get off the phone with this girl. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. And I, like unmuted it. And I was like, Oh, Oh, you hear that? My mom tell me I got to hang up. Okay. I'll talk to you. Bye. And it was like, <laughs> what? I had a time limit on my phone calls. Yeah. Set amount of time. And then I had to go. Yeah. I didn't really have that problem. <laughs> We really didn't, I guess we didn't have a set time, but I don't know. It just was like, I just remember thinking like, when's this going to end? We're not even talking. What do you even talk about? Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, you hang up. No, you hang up. That, those were good times. I'm not nostalgic for most things, I feel like, but just that feeling of slamming the phone down, man. Nothing, 
I just keep coming back to that because it's such a iconic feeling and I just feel like people today who've never hung up on somebody in that way just don't know what they're missing out on right like now you take your phone and like you go to hang up on somebody and you just stare at it and you just like punch it with your finger like very frustratedly but it's not satisfying how often are you so ticked that this is something you need to do listen listen not not at all but it's just such a feeling to me Shannon that I just ah it's a mood for sure yeah it's a mood for sure but one day maybe texting will feel nostalgic remember when we used to pick up our phones and just type in whatever message we wanted to send although I don't see how that could possibly go away do you I don't know I mean video messages audio messages or a thing maybe it could go away I don't know like Marco Polo Marco Polo I was talking yeah. with somebody the other day about it and they were like, I just don't know if I could get used to like recording myself and then sending it to somebody. I was like, well, I mean, you either do or you don't. Right. I was just like, you either do or you don't. I, and I was like saying like why it was helpful for me. I was like, so it's like, I was like, here's the thing. If you call somebody, you don't know what they've got going on. Right. So you don't know if they can answer, but right. If, you don't want to text somebody this long thing right and then it just feels like this burden of a message that somebody has to reply to you I was like it's helpful for that because like you can listen to it or watch it or whatever and you you can listen to it basically on your time just think of it as like a visual kind of and you can hear and see the demeanor of the other person at the same time because um lately with text messages like, okay, with Amber, she'll send me a message and I'm in like the middle of three other things and I don't get back to her right away. And then I forget. And then she's like, are you okay? And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm fine. But then it's like, she can't hear and see and she doesn't do Marco Polo. I wish she would, because that would probably solve Amber. a thousand and one problems. Amber, now listen, this is number six. She's got it. This is number six on the list. As a matter of fact, I'm looking at it right now. Amber Ruby Sue gave us a list of things for she Christmas did? titled 20 things I've learned thanks to the BS banter and number six is Marco Polo might just make my friendship stronger Amber <gasps> she admitted it I need to get her I need to get her on Marco Polo for sure yes and that's how I'm mainly communicating lately right like, my dad with my mom well my mom and I do talk on the phone more than we Marco Polo but my dad hands down that's how we communicate Mm. my brother just got off of Marco Polo and the whole family is mad why so mad Greg Greg how dare you (laughs) he's he was just feeling a little overwhelmed because we have been really, really chatty this week oh. and he was getting behind and he doesn't have Marco Plus, so uh-huh. he can't just yeah. get to it, you know? Right. So he left and we're all sad and we're well, mourning the maybe loss. And just, maybe he just should have like removed him from like the family chat group thing. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to talk to him about this more seriously tomorrow like okay do you have to be so rash could we just come up with some other solutions like number one turn off your notifications like so that it doesn't buzz every time and his fiance was on it with him so it was both of their phones going off at the same time anytime anyone started a chat i (laughs) hate notifications 
I have all mine turned off. My and my phone doesn't make a single noise ever. Ever. The only mine noise too. it makes is the alarm when I wake up for work. That's it. Mm-hmm. So that's why uh, people, if you've tried to call me, say even multiple times in a row, if I'm not looking at it, I'm not getting that phone call. The thing that keeps me in touch, but not having to hear all the noises is just little tap on my yes. wrist, like when I've got my watch on. So yeah. if someone texts or email, well, not emails, texts Marco Polo calls, it'll tap my wrist and I don't have to hear it. No one else has to hear it. I can pick it up if I can, if I want to. Right. So I'm, I'm still loving it. I talked to Allison on there. I talked to my dad on there, you yeah. on there. So anyway, we're just mourning the loss of my brother and we're thinking about playing the bagpipes in his memory oh my god it's not that serious (laughs) he's getting married in may and i'm excited and i'm daydreaming about his wedding and i'm daydreaming about our vacation and i'm just i'm in some other world just head in the dreaming about spring and summer (laughs) head in the clouds right especially today it's quite cold I know. I Everybody on Facebook was all, all on board like, I hate the cold. I'm there. I'm going. I'm like, okay. 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 But I did put burgers on the grill in like 18 degree weather today. Listen, listen, if you've not grilled outside when it's below freezing, requirement one to be a grill master. Like if you've not grilled below freezing, don't even come talk to me. Don't even come talk yeah. to me. I'm sure our neighbors think we're crazy. Like, oh, let them think. I'm sure they think we're nuts. That's fine. I, I don't care. I made a burger for dinner also, not outside. You inside. had a burger? Yes. Let me good. tell you about this burger I made, okay? Yes. I had no idea what I was making for dinner tonight. In fact, I even had Chinese on my phone getting ready to oh, yeah. pick up takeout, right? Yeah, yeah. But it was like 50 bucks, and I'm like, oh, nah. We won't. So I made a batch of guacamole. Yes. I put burgers on the grill, melted some white cheddar on them, fried an egg, grill, and like sauteed some onions, made yeah. them kind of sorry, you know. You're talking my language. Guacamole on the top bun, yep. onions on top of the fried egg and burger. Dude, excellent. Beautiful. Mm. And I had chips that I, because you know, I got this food saver. So I've been sealing oh. and vacuum packing and <laughs> Yeah, yeah. all things and Feel so we had we had used uh half a bag of tortilla chips and i knew we're out of guacamole we don't have salsa we're not going to use it sealed it up and then we opened it today a week and a half later not stale fresh as could be ah, ah. uh i sauteed some onions i did salt pepper and then just did i had a tortilla so i wrapped it up in it was like a little square pouch it was really good so i had the burger the onions a couple pieces of bacon uh, provolone cheese i decided mm. to not put any mustard on there or anything but i might regret that cuz it was it was missing a little something and i put just a couple pieces of romaine lettuce wrapped that sucker up and oh so good though i'm sad because i made guacamole and i have that saved for my fajita night but i used it on burger night you gotta do what you gotta am do. i gonna do i'll just have to buy another bag of avocados no big you deal will. and just just out of curiosity when would be fajita night in case you know in case we want to invite Britt over mm, I, I mean invite or i just crash you know or i just like each night from now on i just come over and if it's not fajita night then i'll just stay anyway 
Well, now that I have to buy a new bag of avocados, I don't know. Because Ooh. as you know, with avocados, you don't choose when fajita night is. Avocados choose when <laughs> fajita night is. Yeah, they choose you. <laughs> they choose you. Today, I ordered a bag. They showed up at the front door. I, you know, did an evaluation of feel, filling them. <laughs> and they were, they could have, they could have definitely waited another day. But I really wanted that guacamole on that burger tonight. Yes, so yes. it I went ahead and did it. I made it. So. Let me ask you this. I want this makes me wonder, how do you think guacamole, how well do you think it would freeze? I think we should do this experiment. Because then you wouldn't have to wait for the avocados. Yeah. I'm just I'm just trying to get you fresh I, guacamole all the time. I have thought about this. I don't know the answer because I'm afraid it would just turn black. Well, if it's airtight. Okay, the problem with smushy things being vacuum-packed is that the smush wants to go into the machine. Oh, I'm not talking about vacuum-packing. I'm just talking about putting it in a Ziploc bag, like sucking the air out of that without a vacuum sealer. Okay, okay. And just freeze it like that. Gosh, it would be so precious to ruin a batch of guacamole, but I'm willing to give it a try. I have some leftover. It would not be enough for fajita night. So I'd have to just make a new batch, but... Well, it could be enough for this experiment, though. Yeah, it could. I could definitely try it. Just saying. I'm gonna try it. And I didn't ha- I didn't get cilantro for it. And you know what? I didn't even miss it. What do you like on your fajitas? I'll, I'll eat on there whatever you... I'm I know you would, but I'm asking you, like, if you were gonna have a fajita night, what would you have? First of all, I would never make fajitas here. There's way too many things that go into fajitas to do for one person. Um, Okay, well, what I do is like carne asada, shrimp, peppers and onions, beans, cilantro, lime, rice, guacamole, salsa, sour cream, and then the wrap. I'd probably do the steak, the like grilled veggies. I don't like rice on stuff. I would probably eat the rice on the side. Yeah, sour cream and, you know, cheese probably. I don't know, just whatever. I'm not picky. I just like good food. As long as it's salty and limey, I don't care. Do you like lime-flavored chips? Yes, I like those a lot. Do you not like them? No. Mm -mm. I I usually have both, lime-flavored chips and regular. How did you know that? How did I know that? That I liked lime. You did, okay. I just asked. Because I had them in my cabinet yesterday. So I was like, how do you know? I just know things. That's the first time I've bought those in so long. So long. I really do know things. Wow. You do know things. Creepily know things. Okay. All right. So I had a couple of food questions. We've been talking... It seems like when we just like don't really have anything to talk about, we just end up talking about food, which I appreciate. I love. There's plenty to cover. We're we're coming up with experiments and guacamole. I mean, I really think we're getting some things accomplished. So I had just a couple of food questions that I just talked about. I made a burger and I made some fries with it. And this is the question I have. Why? Or maybe I'm the only one that does this, but I feel like other people do this. And if they don't, admit to it then they're just lying to themselves why do we always try to eat the fries before they're cool like i took them out of the oven 
from the pan to the plate and was like, oh, I'm going to eat this fry. It was way too hot. It fell right out of my mouth because it was hot. Am I the only? Why do we, no, why do we do that? Yeah. Like why? Because every, everybody knows that the best fry is a hot fry. Yes. Thank you. Which, you know. But there is a such thing as too hot of a fry. And right out of, yeah. (laughs) Right out of the oven's too hot. (laughs) This is, you might not know this, but when I, if I get a fry, like if I'm out and get like fries and a burger, I will eat all of the fries first. I go straight for the fries, eat them all. I will not touch the burger because Everybody in my mind- knows the best fries are hot fries. Right, yes. And also I feel like because usually the burger has got a bun on it, it's got things to keep it warm, warm enough right? But those fries, they have such a short shelf life from the time they get out of the fryer onto your plate to your table, to your mouth. That is the critical moment. These are critical seconds and you can't get it back. Although, yes, I've been to a restaurant and they serve a ribeye steak on top of a bed of fries and they're not soggy and they're not cold. Where is this? Lucky. Downtown Roanoke. Well, I never been lucky enough to get there, but I see, how do they keep them from not getting soggy? I don't know, but they're crisp, they're hot, they're delicious, and it's underneath a ribeye steak. Wow. A juicy ribeye steak. A juicy ribeye steak. Wow. Absolute magic. I don't know how they do it. Witchcraft. Witch hazel. (laughs) Witch hazel. (laughs) Okay, so if you were going to say the word P-O-M-M-E-S. Wait a minute. Okay, you ready? I can't spell out loud. I had to write that down. Yeah, P-O- Okay. This, yeah. Okay, and then F-R-I-T-E-S. Oh, yeah. yeah. Say it. It's cheating. I took French. It's palm frites. Palm frites. That's what they call it at Lucky. Yeah. Is that French fries? Yes, Okay, so there's not something different about palm frites than French fries. No, it's the French okay. word for French fries. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's what's under this ribeye steak is palm, palm frites. frites. <laughs> Very good to know. Well, similarly, Germany calls them the same thing, and I took German. So that was my that was my one food question, and okay. now everyone knows how we feel about palm frites. Um, <laughs> my other question is this it could be tied depending on your answer related what is one thing you would eat like all of the time if there was no consequence whatsoever and this is and we're not like talking about like don't even pull out the gluttony card we're not oh we're leaving jesus out of this i understand yes <laughs> <laughs> you know the answer palm freaks <laughs> Really? Potatoes. It's fries? It's really? Not fries. It's potatoes of any type for me. Okay. Yeah, I guess I should have known that. I can't live without potatoes. Shannon, would you like to have a plate of hot fries or would you like to have a slice of chocolate cake? Fries, please. Oof. Shannon, would you like to have a plate of hot fries or would you like to have fill in the blank? Okay. And just nothing, French fries. nothing is ever going to match that. Okay. Well, when you when you no. had your hands out and it was palm frites and chocolate cake, it was a real Sophie's choice for me. I don't know what the answer is. You were you would really be torn. Yes. 
Oh, yes, because and especially because like these two opposing things are very different. There's a sweet, the sweetness of the chocolate cake and the saltiness. I, I want the, I want them both, the sweet and the you want to dip the palm frite in the cake. No, 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 no dipping, no dipping. <sighs> Just eat one, yeah. eat it fully, then eat the next one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would say if I were on death row. They, oh. they approached my cell and they said what are you in for <laughs> tell me probably in for I don't know but anyway I am on death row and they sure. said listen what do you want to eat what is your last meal and Fine. I would order a loaded baked potato yeah, with well. like a 26 ounce medium ribeye steak with um a coke on oh, ice yeah horseradish sauce ranch dressing right 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 but I'm just saying in a salad. So so your one thing is still potatoes. I think so because you can make all kinds of things with potatoes. Mm. I would say a second a second in line would be like a steak, a ribeye steak. But you can only have a ribeye steak one way. Potatoes, you could have french fries, mashed potatoes, <laughs> potatoes, boiled potatoes, hash browns, thoughts. french fries, tater tots, right? You could just have like whatever potato you want. pancakes. <laughs> ways to have potatoes another question that came are you a person who enjoys dipping a fry into a chocolate frosty i can do it i'm fine with doing it i'm not grossed out by it but i'm not required by any stretch to do that so you're either into it or you're not it sounds like you're not into it which is fine i'm not not into it but you're not into it you have to be into it you can't be just not not into it there's a difference I, I like to eat them together, but I don't like to eat them on, like, I don't like the frosty on the fry. I'll just eat some frosty. Have some fries. Yeah. So cold, hot, sweet, salty. salty. Yes. Getting me hungry for a frosty right now. We have probably caused our listeners to probably eat more in the time that they listen to us than they right. probably would eat otherwise. Because all we do is talk about food the whole time. Mouth might even be watering. I mean, I'm kind of thinking about this frosty, but what are you going to do? Where is the nearest Wendy's to you? Oh, it's only a few minutes away. Ah, yes. not bad. Quite tempting. Not bad. Now, if I head out into the mountains, I'll be quite far from Wendy's. Well, you could look up how to make your own. I mean, I feel like it's just soft serve chocolate ice cream with some zhuzh done to it. There's just some things that I don't even contemplate being able to replicate. Like, Uh. um, although I have done it to yum yum sauce, I have made Uh. yum yum sauce better than yum yum sauce, but I've only, I've only done it one time. I've tried several. It was this one batch that I'll never get back. Man, isn't life like that? Like you make this thing this one time and it's like, the best thing you've ever had and then you can never get back to it how frustrating is that it's pretty frustrating because I would love to have yum yum sauce Mm. all the time but I don't I don't know how I got there this is why it's so important to like record what you do write it down like that cake the original you thought the original original, was better the original cake what that was like that was amazing cake yes that cake was amazing 
But Shannon, I'm telling you, the original cake, the OG original gangster cake was, it, we would put that cake to shame. As amazing as that cake was, I listen, I know what I'm talking no, about. I was there. I ate, no way. I ate both cakes. Was it the same temperature? I don't Sometimes know. Sometimes cake is better cold. No, it was like different. There was like more chocolate in it. Yeah, there was more wow. chocolate in it, which for me, you can never have enough. Oh, wow. Both were incredible. Bless. And I and I thanked Whitney profusely both times for making me a cake. So I got the recipe from her and I looked it up. I know. And I was yeah. like, decided to not make it. Cake. Allison made it. She brought me three yeah. slices. Well, she brought me over cake and she's like, take what you want. And I took half the cake. I took like, I guess a quarter then. Yeah. It was very good. Yeah. But it was more work than I could have possibly put in. It was an hour and a half. Yeah, it was a good cake. Yeah, I told I told Whitney about that. I was like, this was like the story of like traveling of the chocolate cake. Like you made the cake, then Shannon was gonna make the cake, but instead Allison made the cake and then gave the cake back to Shannon. Like mind is blown. <laughs> and then <laughs> I took some of the original cake that she made and I ate it and then I shared it with my mom and this cake just like made the circuit. Oh my goodness. It was yeah. pretty incredible cake. Anyone's looking for the recipe, Shannon has it. She'll share it with you. Yes, I will. Maybe. Maybe. I'm surprised Whitney shared it. If I would have been her, I'd have been like, She's no. not like that though. She doesn't care. She doesn't keep secrets about cooking. She doesn't? No. I don't keep secrets either, but that might've been worth thinking about. I gotta be I honest. I don't keep secrets either, but maybe I would have kept that one. I might have kept that one. I might have been like, just go Google a chocolate cake and good luck. Oh, no. She's a giver. (laughs) (laughs) Has she listened to a podcast yet? No, no. She doesn't listen to any. So it's not just us. Don't worry. Erin Carroll listened for the first time this past week. She told me. And I think she liked it. So Yeah. So welcome. If you've made it this (laughs) far, Erin, welcome. (laughs) Uh, well that's the week of cooking for us i've talked about my burger and future fajitas that i'll have you over for yes please do whenever the avocados say it's time it's ironic because that hamburger is the only thing i've made this week i made a grilled cheese last night a grilled cheese monday night tuesday i went and had dinner at allison's so there's not been much cooking going on around here I had a week like that last week where it was like we had we had something going on and I think I might have only cooked two nights last week but you know what that is sometimes just really good for morale not to have to worry about what is everybody going to eat tonight yep so I had given you this grand meal plan yeah meal plan and I didn't make Mm. hardly any of it and I don't know where that list went I lost it oh no so I'm going to have to listen to the last podcast and figure out what I was supposed to be making. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think pot roast was something on there. Maybe. Hey, I made that. The pot roast always gets made. Um, I don't have to be reminded to make pot roast. That's right. And it was a good week for it. So. Oh, yeah. It was a snowy day today. Yeah. Every time I tell Amber it's snowing, she goes, ooh, every single time. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> She's going to text her that every day. It's snowing. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> We've had a lot of snow this year and it's like good, good snow, perfect snow. The kind that doesn't mess up commute just on the grass, on the trees, pretty, but not dangerous. 
Right. Yeah, I did definitely appreciate that this morning as I drove into work. I was like, this is nice. The roads are fine, but I can still enjoy that. The trees are covered with snow. The drive out to work was very pretty. Yeah, I do appreciate it. Goodness. Does that conclude another episode of the BS Banter? I believe that brings us to the end of another episode of the BS Banter. In Jesus' well, that was <laughs> in Jesus' name. Amen. amen. I think about that all the time sometimes and laugh. Yeah. It's a good story. Maybe next episode we'll have a guest on. Who's to know? Who is to know? You'll just have to tune in to find out. Find out. (laughs) If you'd like to send us an email, you can always do that at the BS, B as in Brit, S as in Shan, banter at gmail.com. You can follow us on the face page, the BS banter. Yeah. And uh, Instagram. Instagram. You can, or you can text me. I love getting the texts about. (laughs) Or just, just text Shannon. She loves it. Yeah, just text me. Because if you text me, then I'll send them to Brit. Right. And then we we just get to have a really great yes. day whenever that text comes in. Yeah. Uh, Lisa sent me a text this week. Yes. She enjoyed our last episode, I think. I love the feedback. Yes. It makes me feel so good. So thank you all for listening. Come again next week. That's right. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye.